I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this quick hit episode of Bellwether Hub. This is Jim Frawley. Um, I wanted to talk about a few things this week. The topic that we're really going to cover is is the idea of wellness. Wellness is everywhere you turn. It's a big industry. It is confusing, and everybody seems to have a lot of opinions on it. And uh, me being the person that I am, I thought it would be good to just kind of organize thoughts and stuff on on the topic of wellness. I like to organize stuff. My books are alphabetical. Uh, I separate my change into four jars, uh, quarters, dimes, nickels, pennies. I see them right there. You, you should see my spreadsheet on, on my family finances. I've got this massive spreadsheet on net worth and balancing a checkbook and everything. It's, I just like to organize stuff. And so it was with that organizing mind that I was thinking about this topic of wellness. And I'm often drawn to the topic of wellness. But it's it's a challenging one to talk about because I dislike the topic of wellness. And the reason I dislike it is I feel like it's been bastardized. The word wellness be, has such a vague concept that, that people have taken advantage of it. And they take away confusion and they... And they uh, they really impact other people in a negative way by trying to force wellness on them in their own particular way. But the fact that it's a vague concept doesn't mean that you shouldn't be focused on it. And vague concepts just need definition, hence my desire to organize. And I like to organize things. So let's take away the ambiguity of wellness. At the end of the day, a lot of what I do as a coach and through Bellwether and through my business has to do with wellness in one of its different forms. We all want to be well for different reasons. For some, we may not think we're good enough at something. For others, we just want to be better at something. Um, for some, we just want to de-stress. But where to begin can leave people spinning because a lot of the advice is either bad advice or it is irrelevant advice that really just, you know, it, it's too far down the line for it to really be impactful for you. So, I was sitting on a delay train the other day, thank you Metro North, and I thought about how I never organized my types of wellness. I started to sketch out what it meant to me. I ask clients all the time, you know, well, what do you mean by this? And what do you mean by this? And yet I never did it for myself. And so my situation isn't particularly unique. I'm self-employed. I work from home two to three days a week when I'm not seeing clients. When I see a client, I'm in the city. I have a family. Uh, I want to be a good person. There are a lot of people just like me. And my life in the past decade has become a bit of a growth odyssey, learning and defining who I want to be, um, how I'm going to get there. Uh, I've made a, a slew of good discoveries, some more basic than others, but I decided to organize and really just take that moment to see forest for the trees type shit. What is wellness for me? Let's separate the detail from the big picture and, and let's kind of get things organized. Let's put it into categories, buckets, and move forward. So Wellness for me is simple. It may not be easy, but it is simple. And it comes down to three major categories, physical, mental, and social. Many people put spiritual as the third. I'm bucketing that under mental. I'll cover that in a minute. Um, but there are, when you think of wellness, there are three buckets 
that you need to focus on. And that is physical wellness, mental wellness, and social wellness. And I'll cover each of those. And and I'm going to do future quick hit episodes on each of these in really big depth. The purpose of this is to really give you a a 10,000 foot view on wellness to get you thinking about what aspect of wellness you want to focus on for you, or maybe what's out of sync or or anything else. Because I know that's what people are listening to this. They actually have that desire uh, to do that. Uh, But first, so we have our major category. Let's, Let's define each of these major categories. Okay, we're going to start with physical. Physical... Um, just like mental and social, each of these have, you know, sub little components, multiple components that make them up. I like to put things in threes. So let's start with physical. Physical comes down to diet, sleep, fitness, period. And a lot of people are talking about that now online. Uh, it's not a big secret. Physical is, if we had to define it, your body. It includes your diet, it includes your fitness, it includes your sleep. Those are the three things. And this one is huge for me. When I had this awareness uh, a few years ago, if something was off for me, it was either I wasn't eating right, I wasn't sleeping right, or I wasn't doing something fitness related, whether it was long walk, long run, long jog, whatever. Those three things will have an impact on your mental well-being and your social well-being because they impact the way that you think, the way that you operate. Everything for me came down to diet, fitness, and sleep, and that was it. Okay, When I didn't sleep right or my diet was out of whack, my interactions with other people got negative, um, I wasn't properly focused on my work, um, it, was, it was just a mess. So those are the three. Usually when something's off with me, those are one of the first three things that I look at. Uh, it's also, outside of mental and social and everything else, the physical, the three aspects of physical are the ones that you have the most control over, your diet, your sleep, and your fitness. You could control what you eat. You could control if you're going for a run, walk, jog, lift weights, do whatever, and you could control when you go to bed, okay? So that really comes down to habits and decisions, and that's why a lot of people focus on physical wellness with making habits and focusing on decisions there. But then you've also got your mental wellness. And mental wellness, this is, if I had to define it, I would call it your inner dialogue. One of my favorite quotes uh, is from a guy, his name's Frederick Hudson, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your inner dialogue. Okay, and there are three aspects. Again, I love my threes. There are three aspects of mental wellness. First is self-love, and that is your psychology of you. Rousseau said it. I, I quote this all the time. How can anyone be satisfied with life if they're not satisfied with the one person that they can never be separated with? And that's you. Right, you have to figure out how to love yourself, and that takes reflection. It takes work. Um, we learn over time. You know, all kinds of things could have happened to us over time. There is a number one focus to to learn how to love yourself. Number two is self care. What are you doing to take care of yourself? This is de stressing. This is you know, are you getting the right amount of time to meet your needs? Whatever it is, self care is just as important. And then. Number three is your belief system. And this is where, you know, a lot of people say the third type of wellness is spiritual. I'm putting it under belief system. Belief system is whatever it is that you want to believe. And that is part of your mental wellness. This could be religion. It could be politics. It could be your favorite baseball team. It could be anything. It's when you have an opinion. It's when you're open to new ideas. And it's when you can support your belief system and and fully articulate in detail what it is that you actually believe. 
I had a great conversation with another coach once who once said, what do you actually believe? And it like set me on a tailspin because I was thinking about it for so long. And I'm, I'm probably going to write out like 50 or 100 questions, put them on the site just to ask you and make, get you to think, you know, what is it that you really, really believe? That's your mental wellness. Okay, self-love, self-care, and beliefs. And then finally, you have your social wellness. Social wellness also has three aspects. Okay, and I think this is just as important. Physical is that's what you could control. Mental is in your mind. You can you can work on that over time, and that takes constant work. Social requires a foundation for you to build. Okay, now you automatically come in life, not everybody, but most people come in life with a support system. Okay, it could be friends, could be family, right? You're you're built into a community. Some people don't have that anymore. So step number one for social, and this in general, social is your network. Step number one is your support system. And these are the reliables. Who are your friends? Who are your family? Who are the people you can rely on when you need things, complain to, chat with, keep close? Who is your support system? Because as you're making changes to your physical or mental wellness, you need a support system in place. Second in your social wellness is your what I'll call your new network. And this is the scary, scary prospect of meeting new people. The reason I include this is because meeting new people offers many different perspectives. And that the new perspectives actually changes the psychology of your brain into being more open to new ideas. It's good for the brain. We already know that diversity is good for the brain and, and meeting uh, new people and having different ideas and having productive conversation and social interaction. Meeting new people is good for you. It's good for your mental health. And then finally, I include micro social interactions at the deli, in the kitchen at work, on the bus or the train. We need to feel as though we are part of something bigger. And these micro interactions, these parts of our routine, add to the mental health of our situation. So you've got physical wellness, which is your diet, sleep, fitness, your mental, your self-love, self-care, and your beliefs, and your social, which is your support system, your new interactions, and then your micro interactions. And that's a lot. That's a lot of areas to focus on. Right, So three main categories, three buckets in each. That's nine little levers that you can mess with when it comes to wellness. And, th- and that could be overwhelming. And that's why a lot of people turn off the conversation about wellness. We're like, all right, well, back to our phones, and that's okay. Get me distracted. Um, but while that's a lot, when we're normally thinking of something to change, and I'll throw this picture up on the website, what we need to do is just pick one. Right, Just pick one aspect. And, and the way to get started is to say, all right, these are nine categories. Maybe give yourself a score in each. How am I on my diet? How am I on my support system? How am I on my self-care? What is one aspect where I have kind of a low score that I want to bring up? And the reason you only want to pick one is because you can only focus on one. If you try to fix all nine, uh, one, you probably have a serious problem, but two, it's just going to be too much. It's going to be overwhelming. But the other reason why is a lot of times when we go to improve, self-improvement is a little bit like chaos theory. And chaos theory, like when, when you start to change one little thing about yourself, when you fix one area or improve one area, it will have impacts on the other areas as well. So if you were to change your sleep and start focusing, you know, on my physical, I'm going to start focusing on sleep could have major impact on your self-care. 
It could have major impact on how you interact with new people. It could have major impact on your fitness. But if you just focus on sleep as your one area of improvement, I want to go to bed every night when I'm tired and get my eight hours, and that's what's important and everything else. You will find benefits in other areas. And then once you have your sleep down, you could start to think about, all right, maybe I should focus on something different. But the reason you want to wait is because once that sleep has been improved, you are now a different person. You are making different choices. If you change your diet over time, over six months, and you've been eating right, and you're, you're eating the right things and lots of vegetables and everything else, you will make different choices in terms of fitness or self-love or beliefs just based on the fact that you've already changed your diet. And so what I would leave everyone with today is there is a lot when it comes to wellness. There are a lot of areas to focus on, and I will be doing more. I'll do three episodes, one on each of these, physical, mental, social. Uh, but start to think about, you know, where are all these pieces in the puzzle for you? And where is it that you would like to start? And pick one of these and give yourself a score and say, you know what, is there something that I need to do to improve? And a lot of the reflection work, I used to think reflection was bullshit. It's actually really helpful. And find your support system, find someone to talk about, help, have someone who's going to help you make these changes and really say, you know, what is off kilter for me? Why do I not feel well? Why do I not feel like I'm being as productive as possible at work? Why do I not feel like uh, I'm being the best husband or wife I could be or the best parent I could be or the best child I could be or the best whatever, teammate, community member, fill in whatever it is you have here. So think about it, review it, uh, send me a note if you want to to talk through it. I'm happy to, to be a resource as well. Um, but as always, more of this will be on Bellwether Hub. So visit the website, www.bellweatherhub.com. Um, and look more. Look for more of these uh, little quick episodes in the future, especially on physical, mental, social, and other areas as well. Um, and that will be great. And we have some good events coming up. So take a look on the website, as always. And I will look forward to seeing you out there. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Now, do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com, where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon.